Yo, what's up, guys? This is Rob back with another episode of That's Cool. And real quick before we jump into this episode, I just want to apologize for this podcast being uh, put out later in the day uh, than usual. Uh, it was my first day at my new job. And the hours basically have me working in the mornings to the late afternoons. So that's why that these episodes are going to be put out later. But next week, for the, or for the next two weeks, uh, podcasts should be produced regularly around you know 12 or 1, around that time period. So for the next couple of days, expect these podcasts to be released a little bit later in the day. And then uh, for the next two weeks, you can expect them to kind of go back to normal. I just wanted to clear that up for you guys and for any confusion. So thank you guys for understanding that. So real quick, or let's start out today's episode by going over the pick recaps. Um, we know last night I gave three picks compared to my seven the night before that. Um, I gave three picks. I gave the Giants money line, Marlins, Nationals over eight, and no run first inning for the Diamondbacks and Dodgers game. And all three hit. So three for three on the night. Now I moved to um, eight and ten in the last two days, right? Profitable nights for you guys. So if you were a hundred dollar better, it'd, you'd be up two hundred forty one dollars and forty four cents. If you were a fifty dollar better, you'd be up one hundred twenty dollars and seventy two cents. Or if you're a five hundred dollar better, let's just say you're up well over a grand, around eleven hundred dollars. Very, you know, pleased to see those go both three for three. Great games, great situational. Giants were down, it was tied, and then they pulled through. So really, some great picks right there. And then today, obviously, and for the next couple of days as well, uh, my picks will be posted on Twitter since, again, these podcasts will be put out later in the day. I can't give you my picks, you know, at seven o'clock when the game's at four. You know what I mean? I can't be doing that. Obviously, it wouldn't work. So I'm, I'm just going to be posting my picks on Twitter for the next couple of days until I go to Florida and I um, have those two weeks to kind of get back on track and I can put the picks more into the podcast. So anyway, let's look at how my picks are doing right now. I had White Sox money line. Uh, the White Sox won today, so already one for one. Um, then I have the Panthers money line, and that game's on right now. It's 0-0, still first period. And then I have the Celtics plus two. That's not on until 8.30 tonight. And I, w- you know, I didn't know that Al Horford and uh, Mark Smart weren't playing when I said Celtics plus two. So that could definitely come back to bite me, although I still think that they'll win the game. But yeah, those are my picks for tonight. Um, like I said, I already won for one, and we're looking pretty good. So tomorrow, like I said, ex- um, expect that these picks be posted on Twitter around noonish. I know today I posted them pretty early, but tomorrow I'll post them around noon for you guys to have. So now let's jump into the news portion of this episode uh, where we'll talk about latest news circulating the NFL. So the top story of uh, yesterday was Jair Alexander signing a four-year $84 million extension with the Green Bay Packers. Now, I know a lot of people love this. Me personally, I love this too. I think Jair Alexander is definitely worth the money. Um, In my opinion, he's a top three corner. All that good stuff. Definitely a good move for the Packers, but you know I know I've been seeing some people say you know, eh, you know what I mean. You sign him all this money, but 
I don't know. I've been mean, seeing some both waste criticism, but I mean, I think this is a great sign. He's a top five corner in this game, maybe even top three. Let's just be honest. He might be a top three corner. So that's definitely a good sign for the Packers to, you know, keep him long-term. And then also the Dolphins signed Melvin Ingram to a one-year $5 million deal. He's a veteran. He's a good, I think he's still a decent pass rusher. I think he's great for them. He can fill a hole. He can fill a need and he can provide a lot of experience to their D-line as well. And then recently, actually, as of today, as of a couple hours ago, free agent running back Tariq Cohen um, on an Instagram Live video, uh, unfortunately, tore his Achilles. Uh, you never want to see anyone tearing their Achilles, um, even on, especially on a video, on a live video. You know, you don't want to see that, and especially for a free agent guy who was you know, still looking for a home, who didn't have a home, now it just, you know, you don't expect a team to sign him because he's injured now. You know what I mean? So you never want to see anyone get hurt, but especially someone in a scenario like Tariq Cohen was in, you really never want to see someone go through that. And besides that, that's really all the news regarding the NFL. We're still in that kind of dead period type beat. You know what I mean? Not much really going on. All that good stuff. Not much. Actually, no, it's not good stuff because we want more football, right? So... Um, yeah, not much news regarding the NFL today though, is going to be our second divisions day. We're going to be going over the AFC North. Like I promised in the last episode where we're going to break down the NFC North and where I see them playing out, where I see each team playing out. So let's start backwards for this division because, you know, for the, um, AFC East, we all know I started from the top down, you know, who I thought was going to finish first, second, third, fourth. That was kind of more predictable. In this division, it's not as predictable. So let's start from the bottom and then work our way up to the top to you know, make it a little more suspenseful. So coming in last, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them finishing 6-11, and 11, which isn't terrible, right? I don't think that the kid, uh, Kenny Pickett, is going to do horrible or Mitch Trubisky, whoever it is. I don't think they're going to do terrible. But when you look at their schedule, they have a tough schedule. And they do not have the offense to um, compete with some of these teams. They do have the defense, but they definitely don't have the offense. So, you know, week one, they play the Bengals at, in Cincinnati. That's a loss. They host New England. I think New England beats them. You know, then they go to Cleveland, lose. And then I think they get their first win week four when they beat the Jets in Pittsburgh. But then, like, this is what I'm talking about, a tough schedule. You go to Buffalo. Then you host Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Then you go to Miami, and then you go to Philly, right? Those are some four tough games, and I have them losing all four. I don't think that they're going to win any of those four games at all. But then they get a much-needed bye week. Then they come back with two bounce-back wins over the Saints and the uh, Bengals, both which will be in Pittsburgh. Then obviously they lose to Min- the Indianapolis. They go out, beat Atlanta. They beat Baltimore in, since in, uh, in Pittsburgh. They go beat Carolina, and then they go lose to the Ra- See, there's another tough portion right there. In the span of five games, you got the Ra- the Ravens, the Panthers. You know, they're not that great. The Raiders, Ravens, Browns. That's some tough, tough teams that you got to end the year out with. And I have them going one and, or two and three, actually. So they do better, right? But um, 
I don't think that they're going to have a good year overall. You know, 6-11, and 11, not a good year. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree with this. They still have a bad old line. Yes, they still have the same receiving core minus Juju, but that's not a big deal, right? You have the same receiving core, but, yeah, you have Kenny Pickett, the quarterback now. Ooh, you know, good for you. Yeah, you have Najee, but you still have no line. And, yeah, the defense is great, but I just think that there's teams better in this division, to be honest with you. And now we're going to go to the team that I think is going to finish third. And this might be a shock to some people, but in in reality, I don't see how this team can, uh, di- can, can't be the third best team in this division, considering the teams in their division. You know, it's a stacked division. I have the Ravens finishing third in the division at 10 and 7. I know a lot of people are going to be saying, wow, you know, 10 and 7 for the Ravens, you know, that's that's interesting, you know. You know, I know you were talking highly about him before, maybe even as soon as yesterday. But when I looked at their schedule, I, I didn't see how that they could win this division. I do have them starting the year off three and one, right? They go go to New York, beat New York. They go to or they host Miami, beat Miami. Go to New England, beat New England, and then they play Buffalo in Baltimore. I have Buffalo beating them. Um. Then you have them be in Cincinnati when they go to Baltimore. So they're going to start the year off 4-1. and one. Then this is where I think it's going to go downhill for them. I can see the Giants pulling off an upset week six, right? They beat the Browns in Baltimore. You know, they're still fine, right? They're 5-2. and two. Then I have them moving to, losing to Tampa Bay. Then I have them losing to New Orleans. Then the bye week comes. So they're sitting at 5-4. and four. Then they go beat Carolina they go beat Jacksonville they go beat Denver so again they bounce back so you have them sitting at eight and four right they have the shot they have the opportunity to win this division right but then I look at their final five games right they play in Pittsburgh that's a rivalry game like I have Pittsburgh beating them I think the Pittsburgh will get up for that game Pittsburgh wins they go to Cleveland Cleveland wins then they host Atlanta, they beat Atlanta, then they play Pittsburgh again in Baltimore, Baltimore beats them, and then they go to Cincinnati and they lose that game to Cincinnati. I don't think that the Ravens can get more than 11 wins this year. It's, it's really tough. The reason I say that, yeah, you could say they beat the Giants or they beat the Saints, right? There's your 11th win right there. You could even say that's 12. But if that happens, then you can, but you can also, like, you know what I mean? You can see them losing to the, the Patriots. You could see him losing to the Pats. You could see him losing to the Bengals or losing to the Browns. You know what I mean? So I think this is more accurate of how the season is going to go for the Ravens. They're, I think they're going to go 10-7. and seven. And I don't think Lamar has taken that big of a leap. You know what I mean? He came in the league hot. He won MVP. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but I don't know if he's gotten that much better in his game that he can make up for a lot of the offense, especially with Hollywood Brown gone. So that's why I have the Ravens second at 10 and 7. Now coming in at, or third, excuse me. Now coming in at number two, this might be a surprise for a lot of people, right? But this is who I have coming in second in the division, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals finishing at 12 and 5. I have them starting the year off 4 and 0. And then it starts to go downhill a little bit. Not bad, but this is where they have their little slump. Lose to Baltimore. I have them also losing to New Orleans. 
then they beat Atlanta, and then they lose to Cleveland. From So from week five to around week eight, I have them in a little slump. They beat Carolina week nine, go on the bye week, which is which is going to be big, right? Lose to Pittsburgh off the bye, then they beat Tennessee, beat Kansas City, beat the Browns, lose to Tampa Bay, beat the Pats, beat the Bills, and beat the Ravens. So they finished the year off from a... Basically, after the bye week from week 11 to week 18, right? In their one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games, in their eight games left after the bye week, I have them going six and two, which I think is very realistic. And I can definitely see them going 12 and five. I think they're not going to lose a game at home. I just don't. I don't think that they will. On the road, though, I think they'll be slippery. You know what I mean? And versus winning teams, I think they're going to be just a little bit below 500 because I, you know, I get it. Last year they went to the Super Bowl, they were that team. But now Jesse Bates has been talking about he doesn't want to play under a franchise tag. That's your number one, arguably your number one defensive player gone, right? And can they replicate, you know, what they did last year? I think this is going to be a big year to find out if they can. So that leaves the number one team in this division, the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns are going to win this division. I really do. If Deshaun gets no suspension or anything like that, I think it's clear sailing that the Browns are the number one team in this division. And I think it all makes sense, right? They finished, what, 8-9 and nine last year or 7-8-1 and one last year with ba- a hurt Baker Mayfield. You're getting a better quarterback to your team. You're going to be they're going to be 10 times better than what they have been. So this is the year I think the Cleveland Browns really turn into the Cleveland Browns that people have been expecting the Browns to be years prior. They start the year out 4 and 0 as well. Then they lose the uh, then they lose to the Chargers. They, then they bounce back beat New England, lose to Baltimore and then they beat Cincinnati. So I have them at 6 and 2 going into their bye week. And then they continue, you know, they beat Miami, lose to Buffalo, lose to Tampa Bay, beat Tennessee, lose to the Bengals. So that's a little rough patch for them right there. Weeks 10 to 14, I have them going three and two. Or no, I have them going two and three, actually. So you know what I mean? Not a really good stretch for them. But then I really think that they have a great end of the year schedule. They beat If they beat the Ravens, they play the Saints at home, they should beat the Saints. Then they go to Washington, and then they go to Pittsburgh. Two games that they should both win, and they'll end the year twelve as twelve and five as well. Now, why do they get it over the Bengals? Right, they both have the same record. Well, the Browns are four and two in the division, where the Bengals were three and three. So, I think that the Browns are the only team that's going to sweep, or not sweep, but yeah, I think they're going to be the only team that sweeps. Uh, Pittsburgh this year. I think that the Browns are the team to win the division this year. I really do. Like I said earlier, I think Deshaun Watson takes them levels above where they once were. And now the Browns team, you know what I mean? When two, three years ago, everyone was talking about, oh, how the Browns should win the Super Bowl, right? This year, they legitimately have a shot because now you have Amari Cooper and you have Deshaun Watson. Yeah. This, this could be the team to do it. So when we're looking at the odds from DraftKings, right, they see it the same way I see it. 
They have the Browns with the best odds at plus 185, then the Bengals at plus 200, Ravens at plus 210, and then the Steelers at plus 1100. You know, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's a bad idea to bet on either the Bengals or Ravens. I don't think that that's a bad idea. And remember, I'm not promoting gambling. I'm just, you know, giving my opinion. And if you are a better, here's my advice. I think that the Bengals and Ravens are definitely not bad bets to place. But the Browns at plus 185, I am a huge fan of. I think that it is a very good pick to make. I think you can win some money off that. But definitely don't throw all your chips into the Browns to win the division bet. I wouldn't put all my money in it. Unlike the Bills where I would put all my money into it, I would not put all my money into that for the Browns. I think I would sprinkle it out around the Bengals, Ravens, and Browns. In all honesty, I think I'd stay away from this division because although you're getting great odds, this division is literally up for grabs. There's too many good players, uh, too many difference makers, too many good coaches, right? So it's definitely something I'd stay away from. So that'll wrap it up for today, guys. Tomorrow, I will go over the AFC Self Division and obviously news, picks, and recap and all that good stuff. Um, If you're not following me on Twitter, please do it. That's cool. And without further ado, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for understanding, by the way, about the time being moved to 7.30 or a little bit later when these podcasts are released. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.